fam? Feels good, right? right? <laughs> yeah, I know it, dude. Yeah. And without further ado, we broadcast some live from CA to NY. Do you did you hear about Honey Boo Boo? No, what? So Mama June is going through some shit. She, really? yeah, she, I guess, moved out of her house and is shacking up in a hotel, uh, like a casino hotel, with the guy with her mans. Oh no! And so Honey Boo Boo is being taken care of by Pumpkin. What? Isn't that crazy? But Pumpkin actually has a baby. She's a yeah, mom now. Yeah, she's a mom. But still. Yeah. That's awful. I know. So. What the hell happened? Is she on crack? Because, I mean, Maybe. They, they found the crack. So they put out, Pumpkin put out a statement. Just Plus saying, she's been dieting so much. Yeah, exactly. Pumpkin put out a statement something saying like, oh, I just, I know that my mom is going through some sort of phase and we're just trying to give her the space that she needs and she wants but I'm like, what the fuck? Alana's a baby. She's a child. What she? It's sad that she has to like her mom left her basically. Yeah, it's really sad. That's super awful. I just wanted to confirm this real fast. So it is true, and I think this is awesome. Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott. Um, he's on tour and he's performing in Alabama. And huh? Kylie Jenner said that she would donate to every Planned Parenthood in Alabama. Oh, good for her. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, that's awesome as a young mom yeah awesome i was watching like whatever old season of the kardashians on hulu because i was bored and she's like the jenner sisters are like the most pleasant like they're they're the ones that are like yeah y'all are crazy like yeah just quiet and shit it's it's actually when she's pregnant that one kylie and she's like yeah i don't think i'm gonna announce it like it wasn't like this big thing too she's talking to chloe Uh uh-huh and she's like i think i'm just gonna stay to myself like i don't think i need this attention right now i don't feel good and <laughs> and chloe's like because she's pregnant with tristan thompson's uh-huh they were pregnant baby. at the same time yeah damn and and chloe's like i'm well i'm good at making an ounce like, <laughs> i can't wait and shit and she's like yeah you should like go ahead oh <laughs> i was at nordstrom rack yesterday and i saw this swimsuit that i liked and it was because you know i fuck with my favorite color is chartreuse and yep. uh I was like, ooh, this is kind of sexy. This is kind of hot, kind of sexy. I'm going to wear this. And then mm-hmm. I saw a label, Kendall and Kylie. Or, oh. or Kylie and Kendall. Wow. Did you get it? No. Nah. Oh, why? <laughs> because I need ones that have um, like like some sort of cup. Oh, okay. And it was just like oh, okay. this fabric. It was real cute, though. Anyways, did you see that Kim Kardashian tweet about Jack in the Box? Yeah, I like how she was like, pronto. <laughs> what the fuck? What do you think that was about? She probably ordered like 70 hamburgers. Yeah. And they got one wrong, right? <laughs> right? Well, doesn't she own Burger Kings? What's she doing fucking with Jack in the she Box? She owns Burger Kings? That's, I think that Kanye got her that as oh, a yeah. present at some point. I remember. I remember seeing that interview and I remember thinking, ooh, you privileged. Because she was like, he gave me like Apple headphones, a McDo- like McDonald's gift card, some socks or something. And she was like, what is this? Like, <laughs> I got, like this is not good enough for her. That's a good ass gift. Yeah. Apple headphones for sure. No, I mean, getting a, getting a couple franchises. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like somebody buy me 
what's a good franchise that I would enjoy owning? Oh, uh, who owns Wing like Wingstop franchises? It's um, like Rick Ross or something. Yeah, Rick Ross. Yeah, that seems pretty chill. I haven't had Wingstop since we lived together. <laughs> yeah, same. Gosh, you know who else never been there? I should go get some. Yeah, I like wings. Oh. I like wings in general. It, yeah, like, sometimes. What you don't? It's too messy. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. But I just I love a dipping sauce. Like anything oh, I could, too. anything I could like dip into. I'm I'm with me it. Too. I love Chick Fil A sauce. I like. Ch- Have you been to fucking Raising Cane's? No. What is that? Everybody talks about it's like a chicken finger place. It's good. It really is good. And they have cane sauce and it is good. But I've been like fighting with everybody because I'm like Chick-fil-A is still better than that shit. Like the Chick-fil-A chicken tenders and the Chick-fil-A sauce is better than like. And that's all Raising Cane does is mm-hmm. like the they it's like four chick chicken tenders, fries, a piece of like brick toast, like mm-hmm. butter toast. That's it. And like lemonade. That's all they sell there. And what's the sauce? What is it? it it's almost like Chick-fil-A sauce. It's like creamy, mm. spicy, tangy. It's good. It's good, but Chick-fil-A. It's like a like a buttermilk? Yeah. Yeah, that's not my thing. I, like, I, like I fuck like with a... chicken tenders, though. I do, except when like there there's too much breading on them or something, you know? Yeah. It has to be Or you light. could tell they were like frozen, frozen. Yeah. Then I get pissed. Because that's something I'll order at a bar, and then I get pissed. The twins are always like, hey, your Happy Meal's here. <laughs> Like, it's something I would order, like, at a Korean bar, because usually the way that you do, like, their coatings for chicken and stuff, it's oh, bomb. Yeah. It's a like Korean fried chicken is bomb. It's super on point. That's yeah. my shit. Allison Phoenix, Olymp- Felix, Olympian runner, Alex, Allison Felix, mm-hmm. she penned an article, and it's been circulated everywhere now. I don't know where it ori- it's original one now. I thought mm-hmm. it was New York Times, but I'm not sure. She talked about her issues with Nike following mm-hmm. her pregnancy. And all oh, these yeah. athletes are coming forward now. So Allison Felix is calling out Nike for this fucked up practice. She mm-hmm. said that, you know, as a as an athlete, especially a runner, she knew mm-hmm. that getting pregnant is kind of like career ending sometimes for yeah. runners. But she didn't know that Nike wouldn't have her back because Nike, you know, plays this picture, p- mm-hmm. paints this picture of being so like progressive and mm-hmm. and everything. But basically like she asked Nike to agree that she wouldn't be punished. First of all, she had a really hard pregnancy. Like her daughter was born super early and it was mm-hmm. like emergency C-section and everything. Wow. So Nike wanted her to get back on the track like right away. And mm-hmm. she was like, I'm not ready. I'm not ready, you know? Yeah. And then they're in negotiations right now for her contract. They are offering her 70% less than what she earned before she got pregnant. Wow. They aren't um, agreeing she wants to put in a clause saying that she doesn't want to get punished if she doesn't perform in her best mm-hmm. right around this time, like mm-hmm, right after mm-hmm. childbirth. They said no. Um, they're at a standstill. And then all these other female runners came out saying that they had similar things happen to them with Nike when they were sponsored and, and they were in renegotiations following uh, having a baby that they don't honor maternity leave that uh, Olympic runner Kara Goucher said there's a lot of sexism and there's physical strains involved working with Nike is after you become a mother. And I just thought that was really sad. And I'm glad she I'm glad she did that because that's what she said too. like she wrote this thing and she was like, I'm one of the most, you know, decorated 
Olympic sprinters that Nike has right now. Like mm-hmm. my face is on like all their stores and stuff. Like mm-hmm. if it, this this hard for me, like I n- can't imagine how hard it is for other level runners, you know? Right. And then apparently this also runs deep into the company. Nike? Into, yeah, like their corporate employees. There's a problem. There's a problem with uh, maternity leave and payment compensation. That's bullshit. Nike is a huge company. Which makes me wonder because, you know, Michael Avenatti has this problem with them. Yeah. I wonder if this was it because he... Uh-oh was his problem was that he started extorting them because he wanted to make a lawsuit go away go away right yeah Yeah. that was going to be a huge problem and it never came out what it was i wonder if this has something to do with it because i could see like uh maybe like an allison felix running to michael avenatti who had been big in the news around that time and saying yeah she's like our age so she's up to date with shit like this yeah i have this case and he's like perfect that's the uh, speculation, but yeah. it, it would have had to have been a huge case. And this is the only huge case I can see that has come yeah. out in the wake of that. And Nike, who like their commercials, they paint themselves as like so, you know, feminist and, and progressive. And yeah. And accepting and mm-hmm. shit like that. That's so fucking disappointing. I hate I hate this shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I sometimes it just takes a person to call it out like that for them to see the error of their ways but i mean i'm not holding my breath but they could make a change to their whole corporate sort of culture i mean and i hope that they do but yeah did you hear that Elle fanning fainted at can yeah that's scary she said her dress was too tight right because it was like corseted and also she was on her period and then people were sort of like coming at her for all sorts of reasons there was like what's her name Jamila Jamil. Yeah. Why is she mad? She's mad because she's like, this young girl fainted because sample sizes are too small these days. Like, she was just trying to, like, incorporate it into her agenda. Turn it into this bigger thing. Yeah. And Elle was just saying, like, you know, I was kind of bloated because I was on my period and I had the fitting before and it was a corset, so it was on too tight and I fainted. Like, <laughs> Yeah. And she's embarrassed. Do we have to, like, keep talking about it? I know. You know? And it was... By the way, she has been serving looks at can at can yeah so proud of her <laughs> <laughs> um oh my god who else looked really great at can um who used to be married to orlando bloom the model victoria secret model miranda kerr yeah oh my god she's been looking amazing i haven't seen her is she in something no oh, they okay. just invite all the, like alessandre ambrosio also mm-hmm. has been looking fucking like a goddess mm-hmm. i live for the can looks because met gala tends to be more like costumey oh yeah you know and then i like can because that's just like glamour like you could see somebody wearing that to the oscars maybe yeah but oh adriana that. lima too at can plus she's a little bit thicker now than she was back uh, in like victoria's secret days yeah and she looks like real good I like her. She used to. She was a virgin forever, huh? Yeah. Her. She gives. She knows how to give face. Yeah. I Did you see the thing that went viral of Leo taking pictures of Camilla Marone? No. For Instagram. It's like this picture of him taking like she's posing all yeah. funny and not funny. Like she's posing and yeah. he's taking pictures of her. And then I saw all these memes that it was like you either die young or live long enough to become an Instagram boy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, I bet those pictures came out bomb. Did she post them? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
This is so funny. What else? Oh, uh, Mario Batali. Oh yeah, that was crazy. And actually, it's funny because we're we're going to Vegas. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not I'm like not excited about it or anything. <laughs> but I've been looking up all this stuff that's in Vegas right now. Yeah, and I really want to go to Italy. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So Mario Batali. A while ago, people had said that people were coming out saying that he had done some inappropriate sexual harassment towards them, right? Yes, and I'm sure. And then he took a leave. He'll for sure have an episode. Yeah, for sure. But so, what just happened is that he's being charged with indecent assault and battery. Yes, facing two and a half years, and is scheduled to be arraigned in Boston, May twenty fourth. That was the fuck. That was yesterday. Yeah, I saw him. He showed up in court. You know how he only wears Crocs. Crocs are yes, the signature shoe of Mario Batali. You you want to know what kind of shoes he wore to court? Crocs, Yeezys. No. <laughs> well, that's appropriate. He dressed that shit up. <laughs> that's so crazy, May. Yeah, it's wild. What are they saying he did exactly? Do we know or not? Yes, I saw it written somewhere. I want to say he choked. Let, let me not say <gasps> before I. Oh, he's facing a charge that he forcibly kissed and groped a woman against her will in 2017. This is already after he had allegations come out about him. Why? So this is, I'm on NPR. In Uh 2017, the website Eater. (laughs) Uh I love, I'm on Eater every single day. (laughs) Reported that Batali had allegedly touched four women inappropriately, three of whom had worked for him and the fourth who worked in the restaurant industry. All the women accused the famed restaurant owner with revealing their names, telling the publication they feared retaliation. Oh. Batali did not deny the women's stories. He apologized and said the behavior was wrong. Wow. You know what I hate about the like chef world? Uh-huh. Is that it's like a big boys club and people do always reference it that way. Yeah, for sure. And that's bullshit, first of all. <laughs> Cuz women cook <laughs> like so yeah. much. Yeah. It's crazy to me that women are take on that role in so much of life. And then these elite top of the top chefs are always in the professional world. Yeah. Just to if you want a perfect example of the patriarchy. Yeah. Look at that shit. There she blows. (laughs) (laughs) And I also hate about the chef's world. How like, you know, like tattoos were like, oh, biker gangs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And now like chefs are all tattooed and shit. They got like fucking whisks on their hands. Yeah. They co-opted that shit. So fucking. I don't know. It's always like uh, like a uh, like a pig or something or a a knife. knife. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucking embarrassing. I were a chef. I would totally be one of those chefs. That's all tacked up. (laughs) there's a the butcher that i go to is full of all the butchers are like that and there's like one hot one and like i just like watch him wielding the knife and like with his tattoos and stuff he's so fine there she blows blows. (laughs) (laughs) it me (laughs) oh may so uh I, i got a quickie for you hell yeah all right this one is did we introduce ourselves oh no we didn't Go ahead. Hello, everyone. My name is Stephanie. Hi, my name is May, and together we are the Drama Club. Thank you for listening. This is the Afternoon Delight episode. We're going to hit you with a mini hot scandal. Yep, yep. This is, uh, it's not, you'll know, you'll know it after I talk about it, but this is not a big-ass scandal. This is why this is 
relegated to our afternoon delight episode. All right. All right. So there's a in 2011 there was oh, I just got so nervous. <laughs> Because <laughs> I've already written my afternoon delight for next week, and I was like, "Damn, mine's not that scandalous." Ooh, I wonder if we did the same thing. Oh no, we didn't. Because if that ever happens, then that'll be hilarious. Yeah, I feel like we should uh, we should try to do one together together. See how that yeah. works. Maybe that like tight. Marilyn Monroe would be a good one. Oh yeah, I like when we broke up, broke up, broke up broke Michael up. Jackson. Yeah, yep. yep, that was cool. That's the only way we could do Selena. But I oh yeah take for sure and shit yeah. It'd have to be like two afternoon delights and two <laughs> episodes. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. So in 2011, there was a lawsuit that was filed. Just one? Yeah, <laughs> like in just all one. of the year? Just, just one like this. That was a tough year for okay. litigators. This one I had never heard about. And I found it when I was looking for information on the, the thing that I initially wanted to do this afternoon delight about. But Ooh. so... There was a lawsuit filed against Sean P. Diddy, Diddy, Puff, Daddy, Combs. Okay. Daddy, Daddy, Combs. And I think this is what I just saw going viral this morning on Twitter. What? Go ahead. Okay. So a woman named Valerie Joyce Wilson Turks decided that she was going to sue him for allegedly fathering her son whose name was is cornelius wilson 23 years before at the time oh wow so it was a paternity suit initially that's a lot of years to be waiting around for puff daddy's money (laughs) that's true right so she claims that he fathered her son and so she was asking for to back child support she also claimed that diddy and at the time his girlfriend Kim Porter, R.I.P. And Rodney King were responsible for the collapse of the World Trade Center. Never forget. Oh, whoa! This was damn. If there was only one lawsuit in 2011, <laughs> I'm sure glad it was this one. It was alleged in the lawsuit that the three of them, Rodney King, Kim Porter, and Diddy, were walking through the World Trade Center on 9/11 and knocked both of the towers down was this what was going viral on twitter today i am literally speechless like (laughs) i don't even know how to respond to that like what bitch no what was going viral was puffy was tweeting like love everyone be happy be a good person and somebody retweeted it and said homie you made someone walk five miles for cheesecake (laughs) (laughs) like referencing one of his old shows like make the band yeah yeah oh my god so this is the actual language that is in the suit. He Who went- the fuck wrote <laughs> this up? <laughs> well, she did because you will hear because it's rambling. This is a quote from the suit itself. He went through Kim Porter and Rodney King and knocked down the WTC. And then they all came and knocked my children down, set me up to be on disability and disabled my baby. He put oh. my baby in a wheelchair. Oh, no. Is her son in a wheelchair? No. Oh, okay. And also, she said her baby in a wheelchair. Like, babies don't use... Have you ever seen a baby in a wheelchair? No, but now I'm dying to. <laughs> How cute. That's what I was thinking, too. Yeah. Have you ever seen... baby-ass wheelchairs. Like, when they put dogs in wheelchairs. Yeah. Oh, they're so sweet. When Lenny had... um, 
he has he's epileptic and when he had a big like uh, a day where he had a few seizures and he ended up having to go to the emergency room and when he came home the next day he was all like fucked up on all the drugs that they gave him to control the seizures that day and so like when he came back home his like back legs weren't working he was like drunk uh-huh. And I was like, he's brain damaged. I was like, you're going to have to get one of those little wheelchairs. Oh, my God. I like those little dog wheelchairs. They're so cute. My but- cousin Anna's dog has one front leg and one back leg. What? How does the, on They're the on same side? They're on opposite side? sides. Oh. So he, like, just uses that. But, like, they have a little back leg thing for him, too. Oh, and does he balance well on the two legs that he has? Yeah. Yeah, he's a good boy. People are so resilient. People and animals are so resilient. Like, they'll just adapt to anything. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. So, she's, so, like, the whole thing is all, it's, it's rambling and it's unpunctuated and there's spelling errors. That's how I know that she wrote it. And she claims, he date raped me 24 years <gasps> ago and knocked me down, him and Kim Porter and Wallace Wright, then Sean Combs and Kim Porter and Wallace Wright came back 18 years later and raped and sexually abused me and knocked my children down and crushed me and my children daily. Whoa. So it's kind of sad. Like this woman yeah. is clearly disturbed, but this is, this is my favorite part. Aside from the fact that Diddy did nine 11. Right. Plus quote. Okay. This is a quote. Plus I won a lot of money at the casino in Mississippi and Sean P. Diddy Combs has my chip to my money. I heard he gave it to Gwen Allen to hold, but she cannot cash it. I want my chip, please help me. It's worth well over 100 zillions of dollars. Oh. And my hospital keys. Zillions with a Z? With a Z, yeah. Oh, man. 100 zillions of dollars. Wow. And my hospital keys. They put me and my baby in the hospital and broke my baby two legs. Oh. So she was requesting... Nine hundred billion dollars with a B. Oh, in, in chi- back child support. In back child support and and one hundred billion dollars in loss of income. <laughs> so she's so a trillion the- dollars. A trillion dollar lawsuit. Now it's, that's amazing. So she was also asking for a restraining order against Diddy. How are you gonna get the money? <laughs> and. What's wild to me, and this is where we need your expert opinion. The judge set a hearing. That's awesome. You have to. I mean, if the parties don't, if somebody files a lawsuit, even the and, like one of a clearly disturbed individual that the court should not be wasting their time hearing this shit. You have to hear it. You have to give them an opportunity because otherwise you're precluding their right to due process. This is oh, a constitutional sure. right. Yeah. So if someone files a lawsuit and they don't settle, they don't agree to dismiss it. They have a right to be heard. <laughs> so okay let's say you're you're diddy let's say you're not diddy you're a regular person off the street no, i want to be diddy <laughs> <laughs> and someone a clearly mentally disturbed individual raises a frivolous lawsuit against you now you have to spend your money to go to court and but you could sue them for that from a crazy person yeah i mean you know? that's all you can do yeah and that's that's like dangerous when you're a public persona you really like lend yourself to all yeah. that like people are gonna sue you just get ready yeah so the son cornelius wilson he like had to put out a statement is he in a wheelchair no he's not oh fuck man (laughs) no he's not and he put out a statement is anybody in a wheelchair (laughs) what the fuck 
and, and what did he say? He said, like, he said the situation is just, like, it's tough. He said, quote, this whole situation is tough because I love my mom. Like, Oh, of course. He, I guess, had moved her to California where he lives a few years before because she was having all these trouble problems that he wanted to take care of her, which is, cute. I love him because he's only, he should have a power of attorney so yeah. she can't do shit like that. Right. Cause he's only 23. Yeah. He's only 23. So yeah. he moved his mom to California to help take care of her. And he was like, yeah, the situation is bizarre. Obviously he's like, obviously I don't think that Diddy started uh, 9-11. <laughs> <laughs> the Diddy knocked down the towers. Oh, <laughs> But the the people that went out to interview him said that, like, do you think that Diddy's your dad? And he said that she had been saying that for years. So uh-huh. he was like, honestly, on that, that's... I don't know. Yeah, he was like, that's what she says. Wow. So, but then the person... One interview I saw was, like, sad. They noted that, like, he kind of looked off into the distance. Like, he doesn't know who his dad is. Like, oh, so... No. She said that she saw a second where he was kind of, like, just sad that... Yeah, know. of course. But... He, pup, oh, okay keep going puppy should do a paternity test why not yeah and that's what i was gonna say that there's no real ending to the story because everybody notes that the hearing was set for a two two days later on uh january 31st 2011 but no one has a story of what happened after oh wow which I just dismissed it you know diddy's not in guantanamo bay so yeah i mean obviously he didn't do 9-11 right but but, I mean, we don't know though. We don't. Right? We don't know. I mean, fuck. Because uh, Diddy's a powerful man. We really don't know how deep that power runs. And Valerie has not had her day in court, at least not, you know, publicly. Yeah. And we so clearly we don't, don't know. know how deep that dick runs because we got <laughs> people coming out of the woodwork saying, "Hey, you get you babied me twenty three years ago. You babied me, motherfucker." <laughs> but but uh, oh, another thing, she would have been eight years old at that time. What? <laughs> may wait was so her son wasn't 20 wait so she was she was a young mother but she wasn't eight she wasn't eight no oh okay so she even got the dates wrong yeah her baby's birth oh my god yeah so there was a lot going on with her and then i tried to look her up to see like what was up with her and the only thing that i saw because i put you know her whole name is out there i plugged that into something and saw that she had filed a a suit against a, a regular person but there was no it, it just said like harassment or something oh that's the only thing i saw in the court records i didn't see like a resolution or a, like a settlement or anything it just saw like she uh, was claiming someone was harassing her i'm gonna go out on a limb and say that maybe she was harassing somebody else absolutely <laughs> no way that was the <laughs> but yeah that's the story of the time diddy did 9-11 crazy good one i didn't know about that one i didn't so. know about that either but I there's mean, it's always nice to learn new historical facts you know? but there's when i when i found out about it i was like there's no way this is real and then there's hundreds of story of stories about it at the time i was like how did i miss this what was i doing in 2011 yeah, what were we doing what were we doing we just were busy graduated. oh i had just started law school we were busy <laughs> thanks for listening guys tune in on thursday for a full episode hit us up on instagram and twitter at drama club pod on the website dramaclubpod.com on the hotline 505-539-0556 and at our p.o box p.o box number 27433 los angeles california 90027 goodbye bye however whatever with your helmet